Thoughts and Friends podcast, Bachelorette edition. That is Brody. I'm Wes. We're joined by Bobby, as we will be every week, breaking down each episode of The Bachelorette. Before we get into episode two and breaking down everything that happened, we have big news in Bachelor Nation. It means nothing to us right now, me, Brody, and I. But, Bobby, tell us what's going on. Break down the big Bachelor Nation news. So before Michelle's season, we had Katie. She ended the show by getting engaged to Blake, who is someone who actually showed up late to her season because the host, Tasia, thought they were super compatible. So she hooked him up or whatever, and they just broke up. I think it was one of the shortest Bachelorette um, engagements that we've ever seen. I'm not shocked. How how long was it? How long it just was it? Right? I mean, I her, this. her season like just aired before Paradise. So I mean, we're talking maybe they were engaged for like four or five months. Mm. Seems like there would be more that are that length. But I agree. Maybe maybe agree. I'm crazy. Yeah, I feel like normally they do last a little bit longer than mm. that because people date and and it's like they're dating but they're technically engaged. Um, but he actually lived in Canada. She lived in like San Diego or something. And then he would also travel to Africa for like a month at a time. What could go wrong? Right. I mean, that's when I get engaged to someone after like a month, I want to spend as little time as possible with them as you know, that I can. It's always a great, seems like a great recipe. So with Katie season two, like she, wasn't showing extreme interest in him until someone else went home too. And he was kind of like the only guy left. So I was not surprised. It was really an awful season. Okay. Um, You mentioned that he was brought in. Was it just like um, the host Tasha? How do you say her name? Tasha? Tasha. It was just her friend or where did this guy come from? No, no. So he actually was was on another season. season of The Bachelorette. So he had been on a previous season, and then that's how Tasia knew him, through Bachelor Nation or whatever. And then he joined late, which happens a decent amount, honestly. And, yeah, it was just kind of a really weird situation. I never really liked him. I thought that it didn't really seem genuine from the start. But Also, this was uh, Katie, right? You said her name was Katie, the one before? Yeah. It was one of the COVID seasons, right, too? So it was kind of weird. Oh, I know a lot oh. of people didn't like it, right? Yeah. So, like, this, this, so Katie and Michelle were both on Matt's season. So then when Matt's season was done, they did two back-to-back bachelorettes. So, like, all this has happened within the past year. It's been kind of a busy time. We also have one other thing. So... Chris Harrison, the past Bachelorette and Bachelor host, proposed to his girlfriend this weekend, which is big news. Is he, he's no longer, he's canceled, right? We don't. Yeah. Do we like him? I don't know. I mean, I feel like it's kind of a nice opportunity to like, I don't know. I think that if someone does something one time, they're not a terrible person forever and he kind of made an effort after that all went down. So I don't want to say that I hate him, 
Okay. I I feel like it was a good move for him to move on from the show, though. What did he do? Because I am like very vaguely aware that something happened and people were upset about Cancel. it, but I, I never know. looked into it. I have no okay. idea what happened. So essentially, um, there was an interview, and I can't remember what the initial interview they were doing it for, but basically, Chris Harrison. It was on a podcast with Rachel Lindsay. Rachel Lindsay was the first African-American bachelorette. And they were talking about um, injustice and things like that, um, I believe. Maybe I'm getting my things mixed up. They were talking about something that was heated. And basically, he was telling her that she was wrong and was like talking over her and like kind of like gaslighting her a little bit. And it did come across very tough. Like he was talking about things from her perspective that weren't right. And it was I want to say it had something to do with race, though. Like it was definitely racially charged. But um, so that's why everyone immediately was like, hmm no to Chris Harrison and then um, people are pretty quick to write him off. Yeah. I feel like I remember there was a race element to it. Definitely. Uh, that shocks me that someone like him from a show like the bachelor would not be as buttoned up and right. down the He's middle with every media appearance he's ever polished. made as yeah. possible. It seems like it'd be super polished. Seems crazy that he of all people would lose the plot or fall, fly off the rails. Right. It's kind of how I felt. I was like, you know, you're part of ABC. This was a monumental bachelorette that you're on her podcast talking about an important subject and you really disregarded her opinion. And um, yeah, I feel like it was best that he moved on. He actually is in like a big lawsuit with the franchise now. Um, so we'll see what happens. Harrison. No to all white people. If you're in a discussion about race, best just shut the fuck up and listen. Take a back seat, bro. Just yeah. 95% of you have no say. Rule of thumb. Just shut the fuck up and listen. Uh, your takes, your opinions, they do not matter. They do not matter at all. <laughs> no. All right, let's talk. Okay. Episode two. Let's talk of The two. Bachelorette. First thing we get is our first group date. We have like 10 guys. Uh, I'll read them off. I wrote them down here. Brandon J, Romeo, Rick, PJ, Will, Olamide, Casey, Daniel, LT, and Peter. They go, all I can remember, I thought the basketball date was more memorable, the second group date. What did they even do? On classroom. The, the kids, that's right. They went and did the, the classroom stuff. That's right. Um, I think the big takeaway from this one, group date, would be the little uh, little scuffle little feud that peter and will will got into um he called him out um for being a narcissist i think is what he they said spell they said spell narcissist and on his little whiteboard he wrote peter yeah peter funny joke yeah it's a very lighthearted. it's a good little dig absolutely it would have done him so much better if he would have just had a nice little dig back but he got so about it he was so in his feelings would it have though because i think we knew from the day one that we saw this guy that he was here to be a character he was here to be part of the show he we knew from the first second we saw this guy that he had no shot to win this show that he was going to be you know hey i'm the pizza douchebag guy i know we're gonna i know i'm getting ahead of myself 
he was given a rose. It felt like produce producer pick at yeah. Evans for sure, in my opinion. Bobby, yeah. what did you think of the first date? I think digging into the first date, one, I loved the – I thought it was a cute date. Group dates are always kind of, like, hard, especially during COVID, I think. But I really liked the group date. I thought Will's comments were hilarious. And also the, the little girl that was, like, directing them, she was taking no shit. She was, she was like, funny. leave her alone. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. I think that, yeah, the the Peter thing seems obviously produced. He's the villain. Um, but honestly, we knew that he was going to be insane. Like, he showed up with pizza dough that first night. Uh, I just, he's weird. Um, the only other thing, too, from the group date is that I thought it was hilarious that this was supposed to be fifth grade and they were teaching chemistry. Come on. We didn't do chemistry in fifth grade. Yeah, I don't. I don't that, know what they were exactly tasked with, but I think they were supposed to like mix something, and I don't know what they were doing. That is another like red flag. Like this is all planned out. Peter's isn't going to work. We know this going in. We're going to make Peter look like a total fucking dumbass. That's yeah. the whole point of us doing this segment at all is just to make right. Peter look bad, basically. And Peter's in on it. That's that was my feeling the whole time, and it yeah. worked. He he sucks. Yeah, he he definitely. I hate him. Made himself one. I, I really thought if he could have just went with it, it would have made him better. But it's it was clearly from the beginning. Yeah, uh, Peter is a, a villain segment mm -hmm. for sure. I wrote in my notes that Pillin, <laughs> Pillin, Peter has to be an actor um, because I've never seen a guy care so much about anything. Like he was so mad. Oh, I, was, I was like, okay, like. You just kind of proved his point by like making the whole group date about you. Yeah. Yeah. Guy who's very, very worried about what everyone thinks about him, telling everyone he's not a narcissist. Yeah. Right. Oh, so cringe. He brought Will aside and did like a, I, I didn't like the way you went about that. And he said, he said, in front of the kids, you called me. <laughs> yeah. Right. You called me, you called me that in, in front of the kids. I just didn't think that was right. It was so, so brutal. He looked like an idiot. And also, so like, just to kind of give you guys the idea or, you know, heads up that every date is structured like that. So like they do something like an activity and something fun. And then for group dates, they have like a cocktail hour where everyone has like freshened up and they look great. And then uh, for the one-on-ones, they always have like a romantic one where they're like, purging all this information out of them. So, and there's always something that derails her attention, you know? So of course on the group date, it was Peter and Will. And yeah. I thought Will was kind of funny. Like I, I enjoyed his aspect of the drama. Yeah. I thought he, it was, it was light. It was totally not, fair. Not that big of a deal. No. And he's right. Yeah. He's totally right. You are a narcissist. Uh, quickly. Can either of you spell narcissist? Yeah. Spell it. No, I can't spell it. <laughs> Peter, that, that was also, in that moment, a great get out of jail. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm not sure how to spell it. So, and he, Peter actually brought that up. Would you not know how to spell it? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Turn it into a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, tough Peter, word. Spelled, Peter spelled entrepreneur wrong, I'm pretty yeah. sure. And he is literally he an entrepreneur. Pizzapreneur. Well, he doesn't know how to spell it. The word. real word. It's different a different word, word, dude. Yeah. Let's go to the... Uh, uh, so. 
Unless you got something else on that. Brandon J didn't know how to spell protein. That's that's rough. That is that is. We're gonna get more a, into Brandon J. We're gonna do it right now. That okay. is that I, will, I will say, like the eyes and the E's do be messing me up. Uh, I eyes and E's. Narcissist is tricky. We gotta spell protein. Protein. Right? That's, that's come on. <laughs> what are we doing? What else did I get wrong? There's he didn't spell it. Not like he spelled it P R O T E E N or something. Yeah, that's so that's true. he just switched it. We'll let you know. Let's talk more Brandon J. Let's so after the group date when they're in the classroom, they all go to this little little mini cocktail hour that you referenced. And she pulls people aside and we got mostly Brandon J and Rick. Is that right? From the first A lot of them, yeah. So Brandon J, just in my opinion, the worst part of the episode, the most cringeworthy part of the episode, pulls this like Google pickup line on her, like this oh, cheese. What did he say? Read a Hallmark card to her, essentially, is what and he did. To yeah. her credit, she busted his balls about it. She was like, that was the worst thing I've yeah. ever. She wasn't like, oh, that was cute. I know. I've never, I don't know if I've ever seen a bachelorette do that. So she was just straight up like, you don't mean that. Like, that was so fake. And I was like, damn. I wrote down girl. so funny. Yeah, that was the most rehearsed shit. But then, we got to talk about a little bit of Rick. That gets him the, the impression rose for the. I was. I see a lot of stuff coming in this show. Like it seems very obvious. I was surprised that he got that. I was that got him that. So you just said Rick. Rick didn't get the rose on the group. No, I'm talking Brandon J. His cheesy line got him the rose. I was. Oh shocked. yeah, yeah. No, I what? had no idea why he got the group date rose. And also, like, I just feel like there's just not a shot that, like, he's not anywhere near her league, in my in my opinion. So, like, why are we entertaining this? He, Yeah, to me, he's not in the top tier of attractiveness. He's not in the top tier of personality. He's not towards the top of... He's so dull. ...of, like, an interesting life or life experience. He comes no. off to me like he's 16 years old. I don't get it. Same. I don't understand the fascination with Brandon J. I'm out on Brandon J. I do he's not like, get it. He is like the embodiment of a guy that's like, come give me a hug. Where's my hug? You know? He's, where's my, he's <laughs> where's my hug guy. Oh. But he does seem to have confidence, though, is the thing. Like, kind of. That cheesy, even though the line was awful, it wasn't confidently said, in my opinion. I didn't think it was great. It yeah, so probably. Nice. I think he's, I think he feels more confident in like his talk to camera stuff. Like he feels, but in the moment, I think he's not. Huh? Yeah. Maybe yeah. I, maybe I could watch closer, but he does not scream confidence to me. Something to Same. watch, maybe. Yeah, something to watch. So he was the um, first. Um, he was the first. Anything else on the Brandon J date? No. He was the first uh, individual shots that we got of the one-on-one. Of the group date, and then we go to Rick. I thought Rick, this is, our, this is my first time watching it. I don't know if it's original or not. He did like this Mad Lib mm-hmm. style deal where they like. I thought that was kind of original. I thought he did much better than Brandon J. Okay, I loved it. I thought it was the cutest thing. I, I thought it was I, tie in with elementary school. It yeah. all makes sense. It works, yep. and it's not too over the top like his fucking dinner table thing. Which yeah, maybe for episode one, that's a good move. You want to be over the top. Now you, you, you know, you ease into you it a little bit. Back. So I will say, like Rick is a one. I 
did not think Rick was really like cute the first night, and now I'm like, wow, Rick is so cute. I know, I, I know what you're saying. He, he really, yeah, he was table guy. You couldn't really see anything else. Night. Yeah, and so I think that Rick is incredibly cute. I think he seems like genuinely really into her too. He was like, yeah, gushing. I would agree. He seems how I don't know how, but after in episode two, he seems. Pretty in. I know. He was my simp of the week last week, guys. I saw it all the way. The dude's yeah. head I over mean, heels. You were right about so much. You you said that party was going to go home this week, and he did. I said that. I said that. No, I think he, he was he was Rick. He was on Rick. I was. I said party was oh. going to get. Oh, party. We'll talk about him in the second group date. I said he was going to get no screen time and be gone, and he we didn't see any of him. So I nailed okay. that. But he was talking up Rick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were right about Rick though. So you should have got that right. Kind of moving on from that cocktail hour. Um, I thought overall it went well and she just kind of like put a complete end to the BS with their drama. And she was like, you need to figure that out and then come back, you know, absorb once you like absorb it all. And I thought that was good because she was like not having it. Talking about um, Will and Peter, you mean? Yeah. 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 Well, like, that's kind of no. Seemed like mostly directed at Peter. He seemed the most upset about it. He was yeah, he she pulled him aside and was like, yeah. Hey, figure it out. Because the reason I asked that we have we have two pieces of drama in this yes. episode. Right. We have the let's, bigger drama coming later. But we'll get to that, that at so the end. After well, after the first group date, they go I didn't know she picked one per episode. Is this a thing where they go on a one on one deal? Yeah, so we'll we'll see a lot of one-on-one dates. Almost everyone who's going to be like a finalist, you're going to see on a one-on-one date. Is it usually one per episode? Um, I honestly don't know. I feel like it could be more. There's always like, if there's a group date, whoever's not on that group date, if it's just one person, that means that they're getting a one-on-one. But when there's big groups like this, like we're going to be seeing multiple group dates an episode, likely. But it's possible that we might see more than one one-on-one. Right. Okay. So after the first group date, she sends a note in and individually handpicks Jamie to go on a one-on-one date with her. And they go to Joshua Tree. They go rock climbing. Is right? anyone surprised mm-hmm. by her date pick? No, I thought that was... I don't know. If we're um, to believe what we saw, they seemed to have, you know, whatever, a connection. I thought he was a front runner of sorts. Are you saying about the person she picked or the activity? Yeah, the person. No, I'm I wasn't surprised. I think he's time. a top contender. I think yeah. it makes sense. I think it would have, well, I think last week we decided Joe, Nate, and him were the top three. So the fact that it was him wasn't been that surprising. Very well, could have been Nate wouldn't have surprised me based on the first episode, but it made sense to me. Did you? Were you surprised by it? I wasn't surprised by it, but I feel like sometimes with um, their first one-on-one dates, like, again, anytime there's, like, a first, I try to pay attention to it. And so a lot of the times, too, if someone feels really strongly about someone, like, we know that she's really into Nate and we know that she's really into Joe. They didn't get the first one-on-one dates because she knows that she's into him. So normally it's, like, to feel out, like, okay, am I into this person or not? So to me, it kind of seemed like a setup because we know that Jamie 
brings a lot of drama later in the episode. So it's like it wants it, it. It's like back and forth. Like he's talking to the guys, and you're like looking at Jamie, thinking, "Okay, you're kind of a like you're kind of being a dick." Like he, the way he was saying, "Like oh, I grew up like this," and all, like no one was really interested. Then you see him on the date where he was like okay and then he immediately starts to be a dick again so i was like i don't know it's like bouncing us all around on how we should feel about him um one thing that kind of bugged me and like within the show like i understand this logic but in real life he was whenever he got the individual date he's like well you know i also would like to know more about her and like i would like to make sure that I have good chemistry with her. And all the other guys are like, what the fuck? This guy's ungrateful. How dare he? It's like, how dare he also we, want to like her as we well? Were, right? That makes all the sense it's in like, the world to me. Like, that's right? the most sensical thing I've ever seen happen. Like, on the I'm show. excited for this. I want to make sure. Yeah, I think. And then he, we'll get to it later, completely shits on that with the just, most unlogical thing the in the world. But right. so they go on their date. They do the little rock climbing thing. I want to get, Bobby, cute. what were your impressions of the the one-on-one date with him. What, what were your takeaways from it? My takeaways were that I just do not like him. Like I didn't even like him on the date personally. Um, I was very empathetic that his childhood was so awful. I mean, that was really, really sad and touching. And I thought it was nice that he opened up about that so that we could see that side of him. But unfortunately that's like overshadowed by all of the drama he brought later in the episode so um overall i mean i don't i don't like him i don't think he's attractive i didn't i didn't think that their chemistry was off the charts yeah he felt i don't know he felt a little stiff if that makes any sense like yeah yeah, like they just don't connect quite like some of the other people seem to connect it didn't seem overly natural uh, i wouldn't say um uh, what Bobby's referring to is he said that uh, when he was younger, he had to take care of his mom a lot because she had mental health problems. And when he was 24, she ended up committing suicide. And he tells this story. It's super heavy, real deep. She on the dates crying and they have a moment. I didn't know if is that fairly common, like really heavy stuff like that, like especially on a first yeah. date, like do that. that's pretty. Yeah. OK, so like, they talk about that. I thought she handled it as well as you could like it was pretty tough yeah i agree i agree like and i think that you're gonna see a lot of that like and sometimes it gets kind of hard to watch because the bachelorette or bachelor will try to like pull more information out of the person because they're just trying to talk about you know a year's worth of stuff that you might talk about when you're dating someone in the course of a few weeks so um yeah, that's super common. Overall, yes, they handled it well, but I feel like she's like, yeah, he checks a lot of boxes, but the chemistry personally isn't there. But on paper, he seems like he'd be right for her. So one thing this could be being very this could be me being very cynical about this, but I think his behavior later in the show maybe sort of reaffirms this stance possibly is that like obviously what happened to him is bad, awful, terrible, but it sort of felt like he like it was having a card to play and he was like pulling out. I was like, if I tell her this, there's no way that I'm not making at least three or four weeks after this because I'm going to guilt trip her into doing it. And at the time I'm like, no, it seems. And then later on when he's like really 
playing the reality show game of this all and trying to sabotage people, it makes me sort of think he didn't have the best intentions of revealing that information at the time that he did. I agree. I I think that's a good way to look at it. And it's unfortunate, but um, yeah, I feel like he, it, it sucks because he like kind of put her in like, he, he built up her trust on the date kind of showed this side of him was very vulnerable. So then later in the date, when he came to her with all of these allegations about what was going on with Joe and, and her knowing him before the show, um, she really trusted that. So that was like, you, it's just a little, it's too much. I just think that the way he kind of manipulated her this episode was like a huge red flag. Yeah, and we don't know really in, in actual time how long that was after their date. I mean, they just had this incredibly like deep, really tough moment. He tells her all this stuff and then he comes to her who knows how long later in the episode. It's very soon yeah. and lays this on her. And she, I mean, after the one-on-one date they just have, I, she has no choice really just to believe him and take it very seriously and, and address it later, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And I actually think that was just the day after their date. Got it. Okay. So they have their, their date. He gets the, is pretty much every time on a one-on-one date, they get a, they get a rose to advance to the next week. Is that pretty? So later in the season, you're going to see them send people home on these one-on-one dates. Really? So they're like, Hey, this isn't it. It didn't work out. Like, Hey, I had a lot of fun on our activity today, but I just know that you're not my person. So I'm going to walk you out. Okay, um, I like that. Also, drama is really fun because later in the season, we will see two on one dates and they might bring on two people that have drama together on a date and there's only one rose. <laughs> That's fun. so fucked up. Fun. Let's oh, do it. It's diabolical. It's so fun. Yikes. The uh, So they finish their date and then we jump d- directly into the second uh, group date. I loved this group date. I thought it was a good group of guys. Sports, baby. Yeah, sports for the boys. So she brings it to a gym, and they uh, they play a little one-on-one with uh, her, with each other. They kind of shoot around a little bit. She brings in a couple WNBA players. WNBA. I think both of them might have been Chicago Sky. NBA oh, champions. Las Vegas Aces was one of them. One of them was Aces. One of them was Sky, yeah. Maybe you can a get them on the podcast. Ooh, let's uh, Diamond of Shields, I think, was the Chicago mm-hmm. Sky player. Let's call her up. Reach her out. Reach out. Um, so they play some basketball, and they break up into teams and play. And the winning team gets to go on, like, their own little cocktail oh, hour. Right. Yep. And so, we established that Joe is obviously much better at basketball than every single other person. Joe's nice. Yeah. Joe's, Joe's good. Legitimately. He, he turned around and, like, shot the ball while jumping. I don't know what yeah. that is called, but I was impressed. I was like, yeah, no, he's quite, legit. Quite the move, Joe. Yeah, he's and a then, good player. And then we see him and Michelle do a little one on one, and she was like giddy. She was loving that. And all the other guys were watching. I was like, what were they doing? Just like twiddling their thumbs. Everyone yeah. was like, okay, yeah, she really likes him. They Can were we even go? saying, that. yeah, they're all just like, fuck. <laughs> Why are we still here? Yeah, but, they were definitely both in their element for sure. They're 
I really liked it. So, okay, this was kind of Joe's redemption, right? Because first episode, we were like, how many text messages or how many messages, how well did they know each other and all this stuff. So I want to dive into that. Um, so it starts with us seeing that Joe got a call that his mentor and coach had passed away. Um, that was like very shocking to see because like I said, they don't have cell phones. So uh, I have no idea how he would have gotten in touch with someone. So yeah, the cell phone there. Uh, yeah. is that a situation crazy. where, I mean, it's not like a, someone, a close family member would have, could that be a more produced part of it? Like they knew they had this information like, Hey, this would play well right now in this episode. Probably. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I think that would make sense. It, it tied in to the episode pretty well, and they talked about it when they had, they kind of related to having a coach as a mentor type of thing. They both understand that. So when they had their one-on-one -on -one time, that was definitely talked about. Right. So we see that. Then we go on the date. They're having so much fun. And I love that he was on the losing team, but she still like was like, you know what? I think we're going to have an MVP. Like, I think that he's going to also come to the cocktail hour. I love it. It's your show. Do your thing. Right. I quick note. A quick sidebar. Pardeep. Oh, baby. We saw him shoot once, and it was. It was curtains for Pardeep. That, oh, that my God. It was as bad shocking. as you can shoot a basketball. Head over. If you're listening to the audio and you want to get a look, head over and check out Pardeep's jumper on the YouTube channel. I'll, I'll clip or I'll uh, I'll screenshot it posted. It went off the top of the back. I mean, he shot it over everything. He was Shut up. He did. I didn't. It was I so bad. Know. Yeah. That was, I mean, that stood out like a sword thunder. To me, if I'm him and I know that's how I shoot, I would never shoot the ball. No, pass, pass it every yep. single time. For sure. It was so, so bad. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anything else from the second group date that you want to touch on? Who else got? Oh, Nate got some other one on one time. Who else did? Yeah. Okay, so I think we should move on to the cocktail party. Yeah. One, Michelle looked awesome. I thought that, I don't know. I think she's been looking like great. I feel like the guys are all like obsessed with her. Um, then she like has that like fun one on one time with Rodney where she was like doing the blind taste testing. <laughs> yeah. He was like, "Is that lasagna?" <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Rodney's funny. I He's like Rodney. so sweaty. I feel bad yeah, for him. He's a He's a yeah. damn fellow. He is sweating through his hey, shirt Rodney, all the time. Rodney, I feel you. I feel you, dog. It's it's hot out there. Yeah. Be sweating. He, he is warm, but he he's sweet. I, I don't think yeah, he'll make it much funny. farther, but he's nice. Um, so then we start to see all of this commotion with Jamie and Joe. So, like, why now is Jamie bringing up all this gossip? So he said that he heard from a buddy that happens to live in Minnesota that happened to see her at a bar that she was already booed up by a light-skinned basketball player. Like, why are you just now bringing this up? Very weird. Suspicious, so I'd say. And he was, it was so bizarre. He like, he started, I can't remember who it was, uh, Martin and a couple other guys, he started floating out the idea like, hey, I think her and Joe like might've had a thing. I think they knew each other. And he did not get the reception he thought he would, like to to rally the troops. Everyone's like, I don't care. We're I'm, I'm focused on I'm focused right. on me and her. I don't I don't really care what was going on before. Mm -hmm. And he was so worried about it. He was very concerned. 
I know. And Nate was like, Nate was a humble king. He was like, yeah, I'm not intimidated by that. Like, yeah, I exactly. have it. no cares. Yeah. Let's get it on. I, Nate still, I loved him this episode still. I thought that he was just as sweet as the first episode. So. Yeah, he got the one-on-one time at the second cocktail hour. I wrote down because I figured he would be featured pretty heavily. I guess he was more in the second half. We were a one hour in and pretty much no screen time for Nate. Yeah. Um, so, and, but it he, he showed up in the second a group date. I guess that's not really that big of a deal. Got very uh, steamy between Nate and- Yeah, uh, what were they doing? It was- they were, Oh, he They was just like, walked off. They were making out. Yeah. He like had he her- had pressed up against the wall, right? Or he All was right, pressed Nate. up against the wall? One of the two. Yeah. Remember. And she initiated that. I was like, okay, go off, queen. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask you about the Jamie and his concerns with Joe. Is yeah. that, that's not against the rules, is it, to know them before or have any relationship before? Uh, what, what's the history of the show with that? So it is actually, if, if you, hold on, if you know, someone that's different but if you are if you know that you're both going to be on the season and you're talking i believe that's like very frowned upon which so wasn't the case here right they talked a long time she, ago from what she made talked, it she clarified that she she said she had never met anyone on the show so they never met and they messaged like two times two three two times text messages i wrote that down because i was like i was so curious last episode and so she says that they exchanged two DMs quite a few years ago, and then he ghosted her, which that is not how I would uh, describe or, you know, use the word ghosting. So, and she like made it seem very lighthearted. So we know now that that was all a production in the first night. Yeah, they made it seem like it was the end of the world in that first yeah. episode. And that's when, not, I mean, that's not ghosting. That's, we, yeah, it's like, Talking, I don't know. You yeah. can even talk. That's no. the, it's very few. I'm busy. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. Um, right. Anything else from second cocktail hour? We can talk more more Jamie stuff. Where do you want to go from Joe here? Joe got yeah. the rose, right? Or Nate did? Joe got the rose. Uh, Wait, hold on. I have it written down here. No, Joe did. Joe. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Because they shot hoops and did the whole, I was, it would have had to been him, right? Yep, it was him. So, and they also kept calling um, Joe, like, the silent assassin because he keeps to himself and, like, doesn't boast and things like that, which it makes me very curious why he's actually on the show. Like, does he truly like Michelle or what's going on? Because he doesn't seem, like, loud and in your face or, like, he wants a lot of attention. So, um, makes me question that a little bit. I think that could be the case. I think he could be just really confident with where he sits amongst the group. I, I don't know. I don't think he feels the need to be overly loud or make any waves at this point. I think he feels pretty confident, especially after this episode. You would have to, right? Oh, right. So yeah. I, don't, I don't think waves need to be made. And he seems like a fairly reserved guy overall, just from what we've seen. So I don't know. So, like, if you guys were on the show and you found out that one of the contestants had you know had exchanged messages like would you feel like that puts them above you or how would you feel about that in the situation 
I mean, the context of it matters. The fact that it was two unread messages or whatever three years ago would not bother me. But if no. they're actively talking to each other up until the show starts, obviously that's a whole different thing. But if this is the scenario, it's like yeah, he seemed. James it's like like he was concerned that his friend said that she was already dating. Like he kept, he said it like three times. It was really right. light skin baller. baller, a tall light skin baller. Like they were already <laughs> together. My, yeah, my interpretation of that was Joe. But then when she said that, she's like, she made it seem like she had another friend. It was just someone, some, some, some other guy, guy that yeah. she just was friends with. I mean, I can imagine that she has a lot of people in her inner circle who are ballers. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. It, it was yeah. like so blown out of proportion, but also, it really bothered me how Jamie talks. Like, he was rallying the troops, and then when he felt like he wasn't getting what he needed, he went to a different group and said the same thing. He tried it. There were people, he, like, talking to him and about it, and he was agreeing with them, knowing that he's the one that started the rumor. So it was just a shit show. I do not like him. Yeah. No, he, he's he went from he went from hero with his his story about his childhood and, and the date with her to complete villain. I mean, he made a 180, right? I mean, he's got to be the most hated guy on the show right now. Peter, but for different well, reasons yeah. in a different way. Uh last, I mean, last episode we were full in like he could easily win could the whole win. thing. Top 3, yeah. And now no chance. When how many episodes, how many more episodes until we drop the bomb? on the group that it was him that's been bugging out about this. Oh. Are we doing that next episode? Like, is that going to happen? I think we're probably squashing that next episode. If it, I was, it was like meme city of after the, after she set everyone straight and everyone was like, dude, who was that? And he was like, yeah, man, I, who could that have been? Yeah. Fucking that's crazy. I think you should leave Tim Robinson. Yeah, it was hot dog suit. We're all we got to find the guy who did this. We got to find who did this. He was like, couldn't be me. Yeah. He was so funny. That guy must be a real asshole. Yeah. yeah. I hate him. Yeah. He <laughs> fucking sucks. Yeah. He fucking sucks. So then after Michelle, I felt so bad for her. She was very upset because she felt like everyone in the house was talking about it. When yeah. in reality, it was what? Two people? No one. Jamie. Yeah. No one was concerned. And so um, she was very upset. Nate called the person soft, which I was like, love that. Um, then we see her cancel the rest of the cocktail party and just go straight into the good stuff. Yeah. I thought, um, go ahead, anything else before we go to the rose ceremony? No, you go ahead. I thought it was pretty standard, so we go into the rose ceremony knowing that Brandon J., Jamie, and Joe already have one. Right. Correct. And then the first one, you, you're getting in my head, I pay attention now, the first name she calls was Nate. Yep. And that, um, I just make a note of it, seems like Nate is a so, pretty obvious front runner. Yeah, so I think right now, like, he didn't get the group date rose and he didn't get um, the one-on-one -on -one because she doesn't want to be too obvious that she's playing the the long game with Nate. Like, I think that no matter what, he's going to be in the top four. No debate. Yeah, I think it's pretty clear. Were you surprised of – do you have anything? No. Were you surprised of anyone that got one outside of the obvious producer pick of Peter at the end? <laughs> Honestly, right now, I feel like it's still so hard 
to like say, you know what I mean? Like, obviously, yeah, yeah I don't want to know that well. Yeah, but I, I think, think that it'll get easier. Sorry, it'll get easier to be like, why did he get a rose later? Yeah, there's a lot of people who we still have not really seen get any screen time that are seems like for her and her opinion are kind of slam dunk roses. Um, and I assume either they're going to go home next episode or we're going to see a little bit more of them, but like, uh, what's his name? Olamide, Malik. We haven't really seen too much of them. Martin. They all seem like she is kind of into them, but we just haven't really seen a lot of on-screen time for them. Here's the one guy that I can't believe didn't go home the first night is LT. The creepy This dude is a serial killer. Bodies in his basement. This guy is creepy, man. Yeah. Even when she gave him the reason, like, will you accept? And he's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> what? So I was like, never mind. I'll take it back. No. We'll just not give this one out. He is not he is unsettling he even looks like ugh. yeah he's so tense and creepy at all times i can't remember this guy's name i wrote down his, the the guy is guy with kids so some someone else had a one on one time oh. and he said that he had a he had like a 3 year old son i think and he showed him some pictures i can't who was what was his uh, name what is his name he's not i, um, I can't remember no, i know I there's more down oh there's more down here it is spencer okay there we go yep spencer he got one fairly early. Yeah. I think yeah. that right now, you know, she's keeping numbers and all that good stuff. But overall, I don't, I, there was no one that like stood out to me that went home that I was like, oh, I feel like they would have gotten more airtime. I mean, Pardeep, I do wish he would have gotten more, more airtime, but you know, if it didn't click, it didn't click. Yeah. He just doesn't seem like a match to me. I mean, she seems fairly set on, an athletic type guy and he just doesn't seem like that at all. I know that's a, I don't know, it could be a weird deal breaker, but it just doesn't seem like a match. I don't know. PJ, Alec and Daniel also went home. Uh, we both thought PJ was super cool. I mean, he didn't really get a lot of screen time other than that. No, you guys I've seen a lot of speculation in the Twitterverse that he's going to be a paradise. I could see that. Contestant. I could see that. I could also go. see Pardeep going down to Paradise because a lot of people were upset that he was the first Indian contestant and he got no airtime. Yeah. Uh, what? They made fun of him. That's it. They made fun of his jump shot and then they sent him home. Yeah. Um, what make, What makes for a good Paradise? Like, what should we look for for someone that's in my opinion, Paradise? Someone who's just real hot. I don't know. I think hot is definitely one of them. And then uh, I would say that there's definitely like supposed to be like a mix of like dramatic and also like really like soft, lovable guys as well. Like Pretty this cool. last season. Yeah. This, this last season we had like Ivan and Joe who to me, Oh, and Riley who were like, you're like teddy bear guys who like everyone absolutely loved. Um, and then, you know, you have your villains too. So I think that there's a good mix. Overall, Paradise, you're going to look for people who are overall like fan favorites that, that are going to be there or villains. Okay. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Uh, that pretty much does it for the episode. Um, anything that stood out in the post 
the montage after for what's to come? Anything that stood out? Any, any predictions? Any Clayton's going to get a one-on-one date, it looks like, at some point. Yep. I think we saw that also in the first post thing. Um, I don't really remember. I didn't. Nothing stood out to me. Yeah, I, I think that, like, yeah, nothing necessarily stood out to me about the next episode either. Um, Clayton seemed a little bit more normal than I was expecting. Like, he was definitely sweating about not getting called first for a run. I agree. They definitely made that so, clear. It was- yeah, so maybe that means that, yeah, next week he'll be more in the spotlight since this week he was, like, upset about, you know, not getting much attention. So I'm excited. I really, really like, I know I keep saying that, but I do really like Michelle. I feel like she's carrying the Bachelor franchise on her back right now because, like, it was kind of doing poorly, especially, like, everyone hated Katie, and she's been awesome. Yeah, I think she's been a good lead. Uh, And I didn't know that no one really did this, but I like that she kind of busted some balls and called people, called Brandon out on his cheesy lines. I didn't know that was uncommon, but yes, I think she's doing a good job. Her rose ceremony dress looked amazing. Was that the purple one? I don't remember. No. Um, It was like, it was deep V. Mm, I don't remember. What color was it? Remember it? It was so good. What color was it? I don't remember. We'll drop it. Like it. Oh, a purplish, it was like a purplish red yeah. color. Yeah, the purple okay. one. Yeah. All right. I'm on the same page. Let's talk yeah. to so we got a couple of little flash up on the screen here. Um, this this one speaks to me because back in the day, your boy, he didn't mind himself some NSYNC. Martin, my guy Martin, looks like all five members of NSYNC combined. Are you uh, frosted tips. Are we NSYNC people or Backstreet Boys people? Oh, NSYNC. Bobby? Um, I don't know. They're both. I I feel like you, I, I'm I so shocked you don't have. A I'm shocked you don't have a hot take on this. I think maybe I lean in sync just a little bit, just a, just a smidge. Yeah, all in on in sync for sure. Reunion tour. Um, same car sign clip. Petition to have her host the Bachelor in Paradise. It's the little girl from the classroom. She kind of stole the show for a mm-hmm. bit. She was. She did. She was hot on the socials. I, I loved she, her. Yeah, she was funny. Really funny. That was a good good twist to having the kids kind of bring the guard down of the, mm-hmm. of the guys. It was a good. And yeah, this this dude, this is LT, right? The third one we're going to flash up here. Huge Jack Frost vibes. Huge Martin Short from uh, I mean, the Santa Claus. Looks Jack like Frost a complete psychopath. Dude looks like a character. So, okay, uh, so I, I obviously work in plastic surgery and he has really bad injections like his his oh, injections are some of the worst i've seen okay something's not right this isn't this isn't a real person i mean you'd think clint eastwood's grandson you get the best of the best you well, got every not, contact you could ever that, imagine that smile we're showing on this picture is just the toughest thing he's ever had to do it's just so forced look at this thing so, like, look- he's He's wearing lip gloss in the picture, <laughs> for sure, and wow, he cool. has lip filler. And I just, I don't know, I don't know. Like I personally, if a guy has thin lips, that's okay with me. Just don't get lip filler. Seems um, seems, weird. seems a weird thing to be concerned about. Seems very noticeable when it when it happens. 
yeah. good time. I've uh, so this episode I followed the uh, the hashtag on Twitter. I was following along, and it was it was good. It was funny. Good, yeah. good follow along. It's nice um, like watching live with the the tweets for sure. Yeah. Fun. Anything else? You want to do some buy or sell on some? We can do buy. Can you? I got I got a list. Go off. I got a list. Okay, here's a guy that got almost no screen time, but in the little time he did, he impressed me, and I like what I saw. I don't know if you guys even know. You know Romeo, or do you remember Romeo? Yes. Okay, I he remember. He said he graduated from Harvard with like a math degree or something, and he yeah. wrote down like the. I was calculating how many times to say I love you by every second oh, in the day. I calculated how many seconds this. in the day. Yep. Okay. I got my eye on Romeo. That I was, think Romeo seems smart. Seems nice. Yep. I'm buying on Romeo. Everyone else? I can get in on that. I don't know much about him other than what we just talked about. But yeah. I, so Romeo was super cringy the first time we saw him. And so I'm I'm skeptical. I did I did feel like he got a little bit more airtime that put him in a positive light last night. He was he does know. seem like a cool ball, but he seems very sweet. He was one of the last guys to get a rose on this episode for whatever that's worth. Um, and if that the order matters, standing, I'm going sell. Yeah, that's okay. probably that may be fair. He may just be gone next episode, and we never hear from him again. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was very forgettable to me, so maybe I should sell too. But didn't hate him. Like I said, don't. I'll buy a little bit of Romeo. Okay, he's, he's stocks on pretty low price right now. I'll buy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna assume I know everyone's answer to this. Jamie, everyone's selling their Jamie stock. I'm out. How how long do we think he makes it? How many more episodes? Next episode gone? Two episodes? Three? No, I. Well, he actually, depending on what, what happens when the news breaks, um, it's possible that Michelle would send him home actually for lying and manipulating her. Yeah, when she finds um, out that not everyone was, it was a big deal in in the amongst the group. Yeah, that probably won't sit well. So whenever that goes down, I'll give him one more episode, and then maybe after that. Which okay. is a huge turnaround. From I wouldn't be. Sh- I wouldn't be shocked if he stayed for longer than one episode. But I just really hope that someone tells Michelle what's going on, and then she sends him home. Okay. Yeah. So, um, our big lovable Ted, Teddy Bear Rodney. What do we think about Rodney? What do we think his chances are? How deep do we see him going? Mm-hmm. About the end of the road for he's Rodney. A, he's a goof. My. The heart says buy, the head says sell, you know? To me, it seems like there's a lot of people between him and the bottom of the of the list. I think he's that firmly in the middle right now. I think he's got a little bit more life. That I makes think, sense. I think three or four more episodes with Rodney. So I'm going to buy. I think that is well said. I will buy as well. I do think he has a few more episodes in him. So I will buy as well. But they have zero chemistry. They don't like each other. Yeah, it seems a bit forced. They seem friends. Yeah. Yeah. Good But you have to have, like, that comic relief guy. And I feel like that is him. Like, and so it's kind of nice. He's very sweaty. He's short-term buy. Um, I assume I know everyone's answer to this. Joe, we all buying Joe. We, me and you both think he's going to win. Grant, me and Wes are slam dunk. He's going to win the whole thing. I don't yeah, think you both think he's going to win. Yeah, I his, think. I mean, I, if you offered me a combination of Nate or Joe, I would take it for sure. Slam dunk. Nate and Joe or anyone else, I would put I would all my money on Nate, Nate or Joe. I agree. But I, I would think, be shocked if they were both in the top two. 
Mm, but I could see, I don't know. I can see Nate getting his heart broken and kind of like playing off of that and being the next bachelor because everyone's yeah. obsessed with him. I could see him being a big time fan favorite and really kind of a uh, Tyler Cameroning his way to a, a really big following. How often? So it feels like, again, we have never watched a show. How often do we get the rug pulled out from under us? Like it feels like Joe and Nate are so slam dunk going to be in like the final three. Like, do they lead you on like that? Or because the, the cut that we're seeing of the show seems like they're so in to be very, very close to the end. Yeah, I think that there's going to be a few people that really sneak up that we're going to see. Like, I feel like there's going to be one person that, like, shocks us and that turns into someone who's going to be in our top three, maybe, or top four. Um, but I don't – I mean, I would be shocked if Joe or Nate went home before top four. Yeah, same. Same. Any other? Totally agree. Uh, I have a few more names. Um, Brandon J. Oh, again, again here's the thing though it's not about us it seems like michelle is into it, it seems I like know. michelle likes it so it's not about us it's about what she thinks and to me and i think again, he's got a little bit more life left in him but and again i would say especially after this last episode far from the bottom kind of yeah rodney Plus, like he's ahead of a lot of people. He's ahead of Rodney. He had a lot of screen time. Like yeah. in the first episode, he got a lot of screen time. And same with last night. Um, I will be buying him, but I will also have buyer's remorse because I don't want to be buying. Him. I don't. I, <laughs> I hate Brandon J. I will also be buying. That's well said. <laughs> you actually you made a good point in the first one that he was. They had him reading, or they had him doing voiceover of stuff that was kind of odd. Yeah. Like, like bro moments. Which yeah. makes me think that he's going to last a while. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a good point. Mm -hmm. I don't want it, but I'll buy it, I guess. Another person, kind of a foregone conclusion, Nate, I assume. What do we think about Nate? Nate, I like mean, you said, I could see him getting his heart broken. I, I did mean, say in the first episode that he kind of came off as a player, maybe, and he's he's very confident, almost to a fault, maybe. I would be shocked if he wasn't in the top three or four. Yeah, I think so, too. I the reception he got at the uh, in his little little date by the what where were they at? Yeah. I don't know. They're they're one on one time. She, she seemed is, she seemed to be into it. She's attracted to him. That's for oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I I really really like Nate. Obviously, I know I keep saying that, but I'm buying him. I think that he is really really good for the show, even if. Even if it does turn into drama, I feel like he's a really good character to watch. No, okay, last person. This person's random. I don't even know that they've really gotten any screen time, but it seems like every time the rose ceremony comes up, they're one of the first people picked, and it seems like she doesn't even have to think twice about it. Leroy. I would put him in the same boat as Martin. Martin was the third rose given. Mm -hmm. Leroy was fifth. He was early, too. We can do both. It seems... Just haven't really seen. Yeah, I don't know what to think. So weird. But he, they were both early. They were. If I had to have my sleeper grass in the snake in the grass candidate right now, I would probably pick Leroy as a guy that, like you said, would sneak up on us at the end. Yeah. That's okay. Remind me who Leroy is. I'm like looking through my notes and I have nothing about that's Leroy. He keeps getting like really early. Roses. We haven't we haven't even seen much of them. We're gonna do computer to computer here. Take a look if you can. <laughs> oh 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 oh. Okay. Great podcasting. 
Yes. <laughs> I don't know much about him. Okay, let me look at what we said about him in the start because I recognize the name. Okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yes, he's the one who's like the medical engineer or whatever. And mm. then he also is a model. Yes. And I had him in my yes column then. So I'm excited to see more about him. He was my long shot guest to be the next bachelor for whatever reason. But we still don't, I just still know anything about him. We're all high on Leroy. It sounds like we're all buying maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to. I'm going to buy buying some Leroy. Okay. Sight unseen. I'm buying on Leroy. We're pushing an hour. Let's do our simps. Do we, does anyone have a simp? Do you guys have a strong one? This I have. I, I, again, I think I've, I don't know. I, I, I've got one. Mine's without question. Go ahead. Brandon J. Same. He was mine in week one. Same. Absolutely. That fucking Hallmark bullshit. He it's and then, brutal. And then when she called him out, he's like, I'll never do I'll never do that again. I'll, I'll never say anything corny to you ever again. It's like, well, Jesus, dude. I mean I know. It's he's like, so is bird. that you or not? So you're just not gonna be yourself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like I didn't like that. Okay, I'll be completely different. I'll do whatever you want. Whatever. Yeah, it was so bad. It's gotta be him. I thought it wasn't to her, but I thought in the like the talk to camera stuff that they, the, the single stuff they did that Rick was like almost moved to tears every time he was asked to talk about her. So he, he stays simping. Mm-hmm. That was yours in week one. Could have been Rick this week too. Brandon, Brandon J or Rick. They're yeah. Honestly, probably. both of them are great picks, but I, I felt like Rick was about to cry, cry too. And I was like, is this man drunk or is he just really <laughs> emotional? Like he, that's what I'm talking like in week one, like, we're in week two, and and Rick is like, I think she's the one. I think I no, know. I forgot to say, Brandon J said I'm falling for this girl in his interview, and I was like, right? you did not just say that, Brandon, brother, buddy, friend, simp of the week. Let's, let's reel it in. We got a long simp of the long week. Road. Don't get out over our skis here. Yeah, they're they're simping hard. Big simping. <laughs> Yeah. Overall, very good episode. I thought the group dates were fun. The drama was not too consuming. Like we still got some quality one-on-one time. Um, but yeah, I liked it. The two hours kind of flew by. I feel like this one moved faster to me than the first episode did. The first episode yeah. is like I personally think the first episode is always the worst, but you have to watch it to like get into the season. Oh, it is. Yeah. So much, so much of it seemed like they were just padding time, like padding the run yeah. time. It's like I don't need to see any of this. This is yeah. I know. doing something for the most part. Yeah, this one. Good episode. I think that'll do it for the recap. Anything else you want to toss in? I don't think so. I've said all, all I need right. to be said. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Make sure to like the episode. Whatever you do to podcast on Spotify, on Apple, do that. Comment, rate five stars, leave a review. Let us know what you thought of the episode. We'll be back next week to break down. Episode three. And we will be on time this week. We'll be on time. Bobby is on schedule now for Volleyball Star. Season's over. We'll be on time, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Cheers.